first reading today, God tells the prophet Ezekiel that he has appointed Ezekiel as the watchman for the house of Israel. And therefore, Ezekiel is to speak to the people whatever it is that God commands him to speak. Not exactly an easy task that is given to Ezekiel. Because as he is told, if you, I tell you to tell this person whatever, and you don't tell him, and they die that way, I'm going to hold you responsible for their death. If you tell them and they die and they don't repent, well, you're not responsible. The prophets had to speak the word of God. We think of prophets as being somebody who predict the future. That's about that much of what a prophet is about. If you look over and over again at what the prophets say, they will preface it with, thus says the Lord. It may be calling people to repentance. It may be calling people to change things. It may be telling the people that something wonderful is going to happen. Whatever it is, they have to speak the truth. Because God is truth. You and I are also prophets. Jesus is a priest, a prophet, and a king. And you and I are baptized into Jesus. So we're priest, prophet, and king. That doesn't mean that you necessarily have to get up and start preaching to people. But I do. I have an obligation to stand here and speak the truth, even when people don't like to hear it. So here we go. We have been lied to. We have been lied to in a huge way. So let's get the facts. What I'm going to do is rehearse a number of things that you probably already know in order to get to the point of where we need to go. First of all, since last winter, we've had this virus running around. It is a real virus. It is a man-made virus. It was the work had begun in a laboratory in North Carolina. And they shipped it to China to finish the work. And it was released so that people would get sick. All this is being done on purpose. Now, in case you're not sure about that, and again, everything that I'm going to say today, please don't take my word for it. Look it up. Do the work. Look it up. I have no desire to lie to you. I have no desire to try to blow smoke over your head. I want to tell you the truth, because that's what God is going to hold me responsible for. So there was something last October. It was called Event 201. Event 201 was a United Nations, along with a number of multinational corporations, that got together and had a simulation of an international coronavirus pandemic. Imagine that. You'd think that they knew it was coming or something. But anyway, they you can look it all up. They've got all their deliberations up there. 
One of the things that they said that they wanted to do was what they called flood the zone. And that's their words, not mine. Flood the zone meant we want to get the message out that we want people to hear and we do not want anything else being heard. They have succeeded in doing that. Because every doctor, every scientist, every whomever who gets up and says something different than the narrative has been taken off of Facebook, taken off of YouTube, taken down from every place else. Remember, we have freedom of speech. Well, unless it goes against the narrative. So they had an agenda. They don't even try to hide it. I said, it's right there, event 201, you can look it up. And amazingly, this has gone exactly the way that they said it was going to go. So there's more to come, it's all there, but we're not gonna get into that today. Then as time went along, they said, we needed to lock everything down. Remember that that was to flatten the curve so that the hospitals weren't overwhelmed. No hospital was overwhelmed. In fact, there was hardly anybody in most of the hospitals. Yeah, there was the one hospital out in New York City that you saw, and that's because they took every single person who might have had the coronavirus in New York City and brought them to the same hospital. Think of all the millions of people, they all came to the same place. So that place was crowded. No place else was. But remember, that was supposed to be for two weeks to flatten the curve. And then they kept coming up with new scenarios as to why we need to keep it going. And then they told us we need to have masks on and we need to stay six feet apart. And remember, it's the exact same doctors who in March said, do not wear a mask. They're not good for you. And then all of a sudden, they're the ones saying, you need to put a mask on. Now people are going to the hospital because of bacterial infections from what they're breathing in from the mask. And the dentists are actually saying, stop wearing the mask because it's messing up your gums and your teeth. I didn't even know such a thing was possible. Well, we have been treated to what may be the most impressive virus in the history of the world because this virus knew somehow that if there were 10 people or fewer that nobody would get infected by it. If it was 11 or more, people were going to get sick. But it knew more than that. It knew that if it was at a large corporate place, you wouldn't get sick. But if it was at a small business, oh, everybody was going to get sick. So we need to get rid of the small businesses, but keep the large corporate places open. Somehow or another, it knew that if it was at a funeral, you couldn't have more than 10 people or everybody would get sick, unless that funeral happened to be politically and emotionally charged, then 30,000 people can be there shoulder to shoulder, and that was okay because nobody was going to get sick. Somehow this virus knows that if it's in church, it's going to make people sick. But if it's rioting out on the streets, nobody's going to get sick. I mean, this is a truly impressive virus to be able to know these things. But it goes beyond all that. 
All these things are about fear. Trying to instill fear into us. Because they've got something more. So we look again at what's going on. I know of at least six cases where people have gone to get tested for this thing. These are all here in the Twin Cities. And they've gone to be tested and the wait was so long that they finally decided to leave. Some of them after an hour and a half, some of them actually after three hours of waiting, they decided to leave. But they had checked in already. And so they left. All six of them, from different places at different times, got a letter in the mail about a week or two later saying that your test results have come back and you have tested positive for COVID. So how many people really have this? Brings us to what happened just recently. The Department of Justice a couple of weeks ago announced that they were going to start looking into what I would call the homicidal decisions of a number of governors to put the sickest people as they get out of the hospital into nursing homes. And they put them into nursing homes on purpose because God was not cooperating with these people in their plan. There weren't enough people dying. Remember what we were told originally? 2.2 million people were going to die in our country. 2.2 million. The CDC then, without saying anything, one day dropped it down to a million and a half, and then a million, and then 900,000, and it just kept going down and down and down. And they were trying anything to get the numbers up. In fact, a doctor, if they falsify a death certificate, will lose their license. But the CDC wrote to the doctors and told them, put COVID down as the reason for people's death. There was a doctor right here in Minnesota who happens to be a legislator. Jensen is his name. You can look it up. He's the one who said, I received the seven-page memo from the CDC, and here's what they told us to do. So there was actually a man, this wasn't here in Minnesota, there was a man who was shot in the head about a month and a half ago. And guess what? He died of COVID. There was somebody else who got hit by a bus. He died of COVID. All these things, everybody was dying of COVID. Did you know that in New York City, up until about February, there were lots of people dying from the flu, and after that, not one single person died of the flu, or cancer either, for that matter. So I think COVID is the cure for the flu. We have to look at what's going on. Bunch of lies. So anyway, two weeks ago, if you would have looked on the CDC website, it said there were about, I think it was about 154,000 people in America who died of COVID. And then the Department of Justice said they were going to investigate these two decisions to put people into the nursing homes. And lo and behold, two days later, if the CDC didn't change their website, and said <laughs> actually only 6% of the 154,000 died of COVID. Really? Now that's COVID alone. So some of the people in the nursing homes, and they pointed this out, the average person 
who died with this had 2.6 other comorbidities, as they call them. So only 9,200 9, people have actually died of COVID by itself in America. 9,200. Now, as they go through all these draconian things that they have been doing, what is interesting is that when you look at it from that perspective, 9,200 doesn't even come close to breaking into the top 10 causes of death in America. But I think number seven on the list, if I'm not mistaken, is suicide. Notice that they haven't let, let up on anything, even though the number of calls to the suicide hotlines have increased 600%. The number of divorces in April and May skyrocketed. The number of cases of child abuse has gone through the roof. That hasn't changed anything that these people have told us that we're supposed to be doing because they have a bigger agenda. So we need to recognize eventually here that we have been lied to. 99.75% of everyone who has gotten this has completely recovered with no side effects. 99.75%. Think about that. So we think about all these people who are dying. And the vast majority of people who get this are recovering completely. In fact, they want us to think that this is such a deadly disease. Think about the fact that most of us, if we've had it, the only way we're going to know is if we went and got tested. It's so deadly that you don't know if you had it? Really? Come on. So what's next? Well, they've got a few things which I'm not going to get into. But you can look all these things up, by the way. Look on the Rockefeller Foundation website. There's a document from 10 years ago, from 2010, that lays out exactly what it is that they have done. It's what they call the lockdown scenario in this thing. They gave several possibilities, several possible scenarios. This one was called the lockdown scenario. But now there's a new one that they put out there, which has probably been taken down, and it went point by point by point exactly what they have done and what they are planning to do. It's all right there. So now, in the meantime, you may have noticed a couple of days ago that there are three vaccines that have been approved to go to the next level of testing. Two of those vaccines, one for certain that I know of, is using cells from aborted babies. Second one, I'm pretty sure is, but I'm not certain of that. The third one, however, is particularly heinous. Well, not that that other two are okay, but the third one is particularly heinous. It is the one being put out by a company named Moderna. Moderna number one has never, ever, once come out with a virus or with a vaccine that works. Number two, the vaccine that Moderna is working on, a group of international, or an international rather, group of ethicists back a couple of months ago, 
absolutely condemned what they are doing and said this must stop immediately. It hasn't stopped. Now, I got in trouble a few months ago for naming names, so I won't do that. Look it up. Look who's going to make billions of dollars on this if Moderna's thing is, is actually approved. But regardless of that, why is it so heinous? Because Moderna's vaccine is designed to change the RNA in your body so that every cell in your body then has been changed to be able to fight the coronavirus. Not your immune system anymore. The very cells in your body will be changed. This is evil. This is pure evil. This is where the money is being put. And so again, I'm just pointing out some of the things, and there's a lot more that I could point out, some of the things that have happened so that you see that it has been one lie after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next. And now we've got a bigger one coming. My parents, who are in the age and health range that put them in the most vulnerable category, I told last week, do not under any circumstances, allow them to put one of these vaccines in your body. The only way that they would allow it to happen to me is if they arrest me and hold me down and force it on me. There is no way. And so I am encouraging you to do the research. Look at the stuff. Do we, first of all, really need a vaccine for something that 99.75% of the people are completely recovering from? Really? Is it that bad? that 0.25% of the people who even get it are dying from it? Think about this. Last year, a million and a half people in the world died of tuberculosis. Did you put on a mask and stay six feet away from those people because you might get tuberculosis? 650,000 people last year died of the flu. Did you put on a mask and stay six feet away from them because you might get the flu? You can go right down the line with everything else. Did you buy the lie that you might get something, but you don't know it, but somebody might get it from you who might get it from you who might get it from you, and grandma's going to die? You are a murderer. What a crock of rot. It's time that we start to recognize that we are being lied to. Yeah, there's a real virus out there, and yeah, it's causing some problems, and yeah, they've got round two prepared, and it's coming. That's not the point. The point is, this is all engineered. This is all an agenda, and it's pointing in a certain direction. So, so far, like the good sheeple that we are, we've all put on our masks, and we've stayed six feet apart, and we're doing all these things comes a point where we have to draw the line. And so while I am not the watchman for the world, I have a responsibility at least to the people at St. Raphael. And all I can do is encourage you, do the research, and decide where the line is going to be drawn. How far are we going to allow them to play this game? For me, vaccine is where the line will be drawn.